Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I am Shades. And this is a mini episode of... Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. A little, uh, a little mini to help you get through the week. Yeah, we're just kind of, uh... In transit to our next location here. We just took a little, a, a short break. Yeah. Uh, relaxing. We, we just, we decided to channel our inner child and we're, we bought a couple tickets and we're going around on this here carousel. Yeah. Right nice in the middle of Central Park. Right in the middle of Central Park, just having a good time. And, uh, oh, you got something on your leg. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it, was, it looks like blood. Oh, that is. There is. Least uh, favorite thing. You know, now that I'm looking around, there there's is nobody here. And a alarming amount of blood on this carousel. Yeah. And bullet holes. Um, if there are bullet holes, blood, and a carousel, that must mean that we are talking about... Marvel's The Punisher. The Punisher. We just... Uh, guys, you know we just talked about The Defenders, and we uh, have seen The Punisher, because it has since come out since we recorded that episode. It so has. we just thought we would add our two cents. Not a full episode, just a little mini. Just a little. Uh, to, to let you know what we thought of morsel. how The Punisher fits in the... Netflix Marvel Universe. So do we have a theme song for this mini? Just a short little theme song? Wow. Love it. So, guys, there is uh, obviously going to be Punisher spoilers. spoilers for The Punisher. Uh, Marvel's The Punisher on Netflix. Spoilers for... The Defenders, but the you just Defenders. listened to us spoil to it anyway. So. Spoilers for the early 2000s Tom Jane vehicle Punisher. Sure. You'll probably spoil and that And possibly me, Punisher Warzone. You haven't seen Tom Jane Punisher? No, I'd like to. I'm pretty sure we watched it way back when in college. I'm pretty sure we didn't. You were too cool for me. That's not true. That is not true at all. I'm way too cool for you. That is um, a true statement. But uh, I don't know. If you spoil it for other people, maybe I'll either be spoiled or I'll remember it. Great. So I'm positive we watched this because Roy Scheider plays his father and we talked about how awesome he was. Well, maybe. And, and there's no one else I would have geeked out with this about. Yeah, maybe. I'll just have to see it again. Great. It's not holding any memory in my head. All right. right so uh, Sketch, your... History with the Punisher. No history, except None. for this history that you claim to think I have. <laughs> I'm positive we watched it in college. The only history I have with the Punisher is a vague idea of who the Punisher is. Yes. Uh, apparently this movie that we watched in college. And the Punisher as he exists in Daredevil Season 2. Okay. Of the Netflix. Great. Universe. You? Uh, I, I read a few Punisher comics back in the day. Okay. Um, other than that, just kind of disappointment with the, how the Punisher's been handled in in film and, and well, cinema is, and television. Isn't the Punisher a hard one to do because he's, it is. from what I understand, incredibly gruesome? He, yes, and I, I really enjoyed the Tom Jane Punisher movie, and I thought they did a great job with it, and I was sad to see that franchise come to a conclusion for what I feel are subpar installments mm -hmm. to the Punisher. You're talking about the Netflix Punisher, too? I'm also talking about the Netflix Punisher. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Get, say that right out of the gate. Okay. Do we um, score mini episodes? I can't remember. Um, do you want to score it? Sure. What do you want I, to score I didn't it? look up any scores. I didn't either. You want me to look it up real quick? Yeah, let's look it up. Okay. Uh, and we'll just talk about the Punisher's history very briefly. Uh, Punisher, originally a uh, Korean War 
Vietnam War vet who returns home to find his family murdered from him, not by him, sorry, murdered, and he uh, very quickly embarks on a campaign of rage, terror, and gore, punishing those who took his family from him and who would do evil um, ruthlessly and without remorse. He would fit very well in Thor's Revengers. He would fit so well uh, he in is Thor's revenge. absolutely yes. a He's revenge. all about revenge and guns and explosives and bullets and yeah. just murder and rampage. Do you have our, our scores? I do have our scores. Great. Uh, I have Google users and IMDb. I don't have any Rotten Tomatoes. Scores. Great, that's fine. But uh, IMDb scores the Punisher series on Netflix as 8.8 .8 out of wow. 10. Okay. And 97% of Google users quote like this show. Well, I guess I'm in the minority. I guess you are in that 3%. What are you going to give it? I, <laughs> I'm i in that 3%. I am going to give um, The Punisher. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give The Punisher a 65. Wow, that is that is low. It, and I will explain why. Okay. What are you giving The Punisher? I'm going to give The Punisher a 97. Wow. I loved it! I, it's your favorite of... I think... I was thinking about that shows? earlier. I, I don't know if it surpass it surpasses everything for me except possibly Daredevil season one. But wow. I have to rewatch Daredevil even season Jessica one. Even Jessica Jones? Yeah, I think even Jessica really? Jones. Really? Wow. Strong um, disagree sketch. I know. You've already said that. And now I'm now I'm disappointed we're doing this as a mini episode. Um no, I really like Jessica Jones. Don't get me wrong. I really love Jessica Jones. But I I'm basing this off on how excited I was to watch every single episode. Wow. And I was chomping at the bit for every episode of Punisher. I had the exact opposite. I watched the first two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you told me you did were, not enjoy you it. You told me don't even bother. I said not no no good no dice. Yeah. Um, and then you started watching it, and I said, oh shit. Well, now I have to watch it because I know we're going to talk about it on the pod. And I dreaded hitting play on every episode. I loved subsequently it. loved it and felt so disappointed with where the series ended. Where it ended? Yes. Well, the series ends. Happy. The series ends. Yes. Where his story in Daredevil season two ended. What? That he's just kind of on the run. Yeah. Yeah, he'll we, always kind of be on the run. I understand that, but in terms of my big problem with the the Mar the Netflix Marvel Universe pun Punisher mm -hmm. is that there's almost zero character development and zero plot development. Wow, big disagree. Okay. Wow, big disagree. Right, tell me why I'm wrong. I no, I thought they were. I thought they were wonderfully developed. Wow. I thought the depiction of PTSD in the Punisher. Without someone, obviously, who's ever suffered from PTSD. But we've seen it enough in media. And I thought this was the most compelling uh, and and um, hmm. realistic depiction do of PTSD. Do I agree with that? Probably not. No, I do not. I think Jessica Jones did a much better job depicting PTSS than Punisher. I guess, but I'm I'm really talking about, like, the emotional baggage of, like, wartime. Like, specifically. That's fair. Whereas Jessica Jones was definitely dealing with some crazy shit from being used and abused right. by, from from someone who uh, manipulated her. I guess we're just going to disagree I think we're just going to disagree yeah. on this one, and that's totally, that's okay. totally fine. I also really liked, and I know you didn't like him, but I liked the character of Micro. I love the character of Micro, but I would, I would 
wager a hard time remembering. I would say by episode four, he was no longer Micro. Oh, I have no idea who Micro is. Uh, the way they set up the character to how quickly they abandoned the this cloak and dagger and mystique of Micro, uh -huh. and he was just another guy that we immediately learned everything about in like an episode. To me, he was just, he was a family man using the tools at his disposal, right. very different tools than Frank Castle's yeah, tools. Yeah, I just feel like they- To do what he could for his family. I just feel like they were the reward for the setup of that character, where he started off mm -hmm. of, of really being superior to Frank mm -hmm. in terms of surveillance and execution, mm -hmm. where we wound up with him was a big letdown from where we started. Well, certainly, w before you know too much about him, you do think that he is a lot more capable than yeah. he actually is. Yeah. And that goes right out the window. Yeah. And for me, that made him more compelling. I, I Yeah, he was more compelling, but it just didn't jive with okay. how they set him up initially. Okay. How about, how do you feel about... Um, I think her name was Madani. Madani. She was the detective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love her. She was fantastic. She was so great. She um, loved her. To, to to have a character like that who is literally in bed with the villain. Yeah. Uh, not knowing. Right. Uh, and then, oh, the scene. We're going to be all over the place. We're not really doing rants and raves. No. We're on a mini. We're just kind of all over the place. That scene where. Um, Let's try not to give spoilers since we're on a mini. Didn't we say we were going to spoil a bunch of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoil everything. Okay. Where um, Billy Russo. Yes. Who, uh, spoilers, is a character called Grotesque. Oh, I can see where that's going to go. Yeah. Um, where <laughs> Billy Russo ends up killing her partner. And her partner dies in her arms, mm. knowing that it's Billy that they're after. And yes. she doesn't we, know. And, the, and she flees to Billy for comfort. Yes. Holy after shit. What a psychological trip that murdered was. Murdered her partner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's like caring for her, her broken, shattered self. Puts in the her bath. in the bath and washes the blood, blood off, off of her, her of the man who he, he just, just killed. killed. Yeah, Oof. point blank. Um, I really liked that, and I also liked, I liked Frank Castle. Oof, I strong mean, disagree. I really liked Frank Castle, strong and I thought disagree. Shane did a great job. Again, I don't know his name, so I'm calling him John Bernthal. Okay, not a fan. I liked him. Not a fan. I, I don't him. like his Punisher. Okay. That's fine. Do you want to explain why, though? The Punisher is very charismatic uh -huh. in the comics. He's very talkative. He He's very intimidating. He's like, uh, in the comics, he he does, uh, for a while, his comic was called War Journal, Punisher mm -hmm. War Journal. Mm -hmm. So he's very monologue mm -hmm. in the sense in a similar way that spider-man is mono we hear his internal mon monologue okay. we know why he's doing the things he does we know that he knows what he's doing is wrong mm -hmm. he knows that he is not a good person he knows that what he does makes him a villain but he does it anyway because the justice system has failed and is flawed and we don't get any of that with this character and Bern, Bernthal's portrayal of that, it, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, rather than feel like he is a grizzled soldier who is void of emotion, more comes off to me as someone with some kind of emotional or, or psychological disability mm -hmm. rather than someone who's struggling with what they're doing. 
The and, Punisher never struggles with what he does. And there's probably the difference in our opinions of this, because I don't know anything about the comics or mm. the character before this. And I loved that that part of this Punisher. Oh, I hate that, that about this Punisher. That was that was kind of his his MO. That was his driving force, was that he was so emotionally and psychologically destroyed by the acts that he committed during the war and then yeah. what happened to his family when he returned. Um, that there is, in this rendition of Punisher, which is right. really the only one I know, there isn't really any good or bad There's for him. There's just what needs to be done. And he just does it. He just finds a way to do it. Yeah. And I liked that. Like, whereas someone like Daredevil is really grappling at all times with, yes. like, the guilt of his actions and how how is what he's doing any different than what uh, the people he's trying to stop are yeah. doing. I liked that for this Frank Castle in this universe to match up with every all the other characters, he um, doesn't even care about that. He does, it doesn't even cross I feel line, like really. he does, though. You think he does? I, I think he does. I feel like he he is not grappling with any big questions. I think he's thinking about how things, how some of these things might affect, um, his, like his old platoon, like his old his own sure. teammates, and then Micro and Micro's family. He right. starts to come right, with right, terms right. that, like, okay, I have to watch myself a little bit because right. there are people involved. But he's much more, I think, in line with this Netflix universe. That sure, they're, they're making more boots on the ground. Sure, and less big. Sure. Big questions. Right. But I think I think fundamentally our difference in why is the history we like of the character. Or, or dislike the show is, is the history of the character. And I felt like the Tom Jane Punisher vehicle did a better job of that. Um, in, they set him up as a, an, uh, a DEA agent who is in deep cover mm -hmm. and busts this drug ring. Like you meet him, he has this like very thick German accent. You're mm -hmm. like, oh, this is, this is the Punisher? This is, Tom, this is Frank Castle? And that's all the guys. And he's killed in this raid, not killed, it's all staged. He, they, he retires from DEA, that's his send-off. He goes and joins his family in Key West and he tries to like have his life. They yeah. find out that he's not dead. Kill his entire family. Mm. Um, and the conceit is like the, this organization, his raid led to the death of the adversary uh, that winds up being the, the villain, uh, John Travolta's character. Um, Saint, oh, I can't think of it. Anyway, can't think of the family's name. That's okay. <clears throat> it's been a while since I've seen it. His son is killed, and so he kills Frank's whole family. They think Frank's dead. Mm -hmm. He's not. He becomes this just Avenger, mm -hmm. for lack of a better term, yep. and destroys this entire criminal ring. Finishes that, has no purpose in life, and is now going on to the next one. Like, mm -hmm. all right, mission accomplished, on to the next criminal organization, on to the next. I'd like to and see roams, it. And roams the entirety of the United States, like, or in the world, punishing criminals. Yeah. And there are always enough criminals to be punished. I'd like to see it slash see it again. Yeah. If I, if I did see it. Um, just to not make this mini all that long, how did you feel about the um, kind of the depiction of post-war soldiers, especially the, the boy, I forget his name, but he ends up, his story is also told in The Punisher, and then he becomes the kind of homegrown terrorist. The, not Billy Russo. Not, not Billy, Billy Russo. Russo. 
Uh, oh, oh, right, right, right. Yes. Um, it's kind of a parallel plot that's going on, very yes. separate from uh, Frank Castle. The ultra, what he's the ultra doing. conservative extremist who believes that America has is yeah. is poisoned. And he has to save it. Yeah. And he's been led astray by a guy who never even served. Yeah. I, I find this series so problematic. I feel like it glorifies the worst aspects of our society right now. Mm-hmm. And I know, I see what it was trying to do. I just feel like it didn't do it and wound up giving a platform to those ideologies rather than the commentary of this is not something we should aspire to. These are people that we need to help. And I feel like it kind of glorified that ideology. Hmm. I um, see. And I got, I got the, the, I got more of like the advocacy out of it. I didn't get the advocacy like, out of it. Like we should really be. And I, I agree hundred percent. Reaching out I mean, a hand and helping these people. I thought I don't think I personally do enough in that regard, but I, you know, I know people who do that work. Yeah. And uh, it's important work, and it's certainly something that we need to address. Yeah. Now, two generations of Americans almost dealing with two wars that the majority of us. Right. Rarely even have to think about. Right. Um, Some I, heavy I, shit. It's really heavy, and I applaud the show for trying to do it. I think they missed the mark. Okay. That's fair. Um, knowing, knowing veterans who do this kind of outreach group that um, the the medic was doing, mm-hmm. uh, Frank's only confidant. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing people that do that work. I, I don't think they hit the mark with okay. that story. And then the people that they try and help, I don't think they hit the mark with that story either. Okay. It's just me. All right. Fair enough. Two very different, different. opinions on the same Well show. done. High production value. Yeah. It's, it's not lacking in that regard. I, I felt like it wound up glorifying the things that it was trying to lay commentary to. And I, I think particularly with their the Punisher that they've set up for this universe, we shouldn't like Frank. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't aspire to Frank. Frank isn't a hero. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't treat Frank as a hero. And I think we kind of like walked away from season one of Punisher with Frank as a hero. Well, and I liking think, Frank and his methods way more than we should. I think we needed it after what we've gotten so far in the Defenders universe, personally. I think there was a certain degree of bloodlust from the audience that Daredevil season one really made you feel like, ooh, this is going to be really dark and gritty and I'm going to get my my blood fixed. And then pretty much everyone after that has gotten less and less and less so. Right. And this, I feel like, was their solution to be like, you want your bloodlust? Right. Here it is. Right. And in doing so, because we've turned the other characters into story um, tools that won't let us go down this path, we'll have to use Frank Castle. And uh, without bringing anyone else in, Frank Castle is going to end up kind of being the protagonist of this of this series. I'm sitting here thinking about it. I guess my big problem with Punisher Mm -hmm. is that big spoiler here, kind of out of left field, season one, Mm -hmm. Oliver Queen on Arrow Mm -hmm. winds up being a better Punisher 
mm-hmm. than Marvel's Punisher, okay. who's not motivated by the death of his family or like emotional baggage. These people are evil. They are destroying the city. This is now my mission to save the city because I've been given a second chance at life by my father, who was not the man I thought he was. And now I must right his wrongs. Mm-hmm. I must punish those who have failed the city. Mm-hmm. And I on cable television, I think used the violence and used the gore and used the revenge aspect more effectively in season one specifically mm-hmm. than Punisher, which was designed to do that. All right. Fair enough. Okay. I still loved it. I did not love it. Absolutely. I respect what it was trying to do. Loved it. I this is I know I'm in the minority on this one and I'm almost not brave enough to say it. I thought Iron Fist was better than wow. Punisher. Strong disagree on that one. Yeah, I know. I'm I know Strong I'm Strong disagree. I don't even know if I'm in a one percent on that. I one. had high hopes for Iron Fist. I thought Iron Fist told a better story than Punisher. Strong disagree. Considering also in the fact that we already got this story and had tied a neat little bow on it in Daredevil season two. Mm-hmm. Well, they always have to go somewhere. Yeah. That's the problem with these expanded universes. They are. There's, there's no more self-contained stories anymore. Right. They have to be open-ended and keep going. Thanks, George Lucas. Yeah. I guess it was. Thanks. Wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Well, those are our thoughts they on... Are. Punisher. Uh, before we sign off, longtime listeners, um, this is this is groundbreaking. This is groundbreaking. This is unprecedented. Are you going to read it? Oh, I'm going to read okay. it. Okay. Because we have our very first correction to make. Well, we're going to address. We're going to address it. We're going to address it. I disagree that it's a correction. Well, but take it away, listeners. Take it away, uh, sketch. You can decide. We had an email uh, email to us, actually by one of our longtime listeners, nobody from Jakku, who listened to our last Jedi episode. And uh, I gotta admit, he did due diligence. He did do due diligence. I marks. feel like I feel like this listener went and searched out. This was a hit job. Well, I on, think on the, the issue is is how how adamant you were about this point that at. Uh, at back one when. hour, 19 minutes, and eight seconds into <laughs> the Last Jedi episode, Shades begins his rants and rants about Luke saying laser sword. And I quote, no one in the history of Star Wars in any book or movie or cartoon has ever referred to a lightsaber as a laser sword. Do you deny saying that? I do not deny okay, saying that. Okay, thank you. Now we'll move on. Uh, nobody from Jakku moves on to say uh, that is incorrect for in episode one... The Phantom Menace, which is a movie that exists in the canon of it Star is. Wars. You have this uh, discussion between young Anakin Skywalker and Jedi Knight Kwai Ganjin. Anakin, you are a Jedi Knight, aren't you? This is, um, this is yeah, me yeah, acting, yeah, yep, by the yep, way. Yep. Kwai Ganjin. Oh, what makes you say that? I saw your laser sword. Only Jedi carry that kind of weapon. Well, perhaps I killed the Jedi and took it from him. No one can kill a Jedi. And then in foreshadowing, Qui-Gon says, I wish that were so. So, therefore, nobody from Jakku argues that laser sword, the term, is canon and thinks that the listening audience deserves a public uh, (laughs) apology from Shades of Geeking Out with Shades. Okay. So, let's start off by saying, uh, before Shades tears into nobody from Jakku, thanks for writing in. 
Thanks for Thanks. listening, and thank I, you for your due diligence. And now, even though just some nobody, from, you're just some nobody from Jakku. And here comes um, the reaming. Thanks for writing it. Yes. First and foremost, however, mm-hmm. just some nobody from Jakku. Everything you just said is wrong. Oh boy. All right. And that's and it. Thanks I for. Am, t- oh, never mind. I am shocked that you would compare mm-hmm. child mm-hmm. Anakin, mm-hmm. unaware of mm-hmm. any property. Mm-hmm. Any uh, any context of Jedi? He's a he's a little kid. Okay. Right? He doesn't know what a lightsaber. Is. That's not your laser sword. It's okay. a laser. It's a la- it's a laser sword. I'm gonna, I'm letting right? you go. I'm letting you Great. keep going. To then compare this to Master Skywalker mm-hmm. calling it a laser sword, flipping. I mean, I just I do not concede that child Anakin Skywalker on Tatooine is the same thing as Master Jedi Luke Skywalker. So flippantly referring to A, his father's lightsaber, mm-hmm. B, the coolest weapon in weapon sci-fi, in sci-fi mm-hmm. history. Like, look, Star Wars, not my favorite property. Nope. I will concede that the lightsaber is the coolest weapon in all of sci-fi. Them Absolutely. Uh, as a laser sword. It, it, forget in the context of Star Wars, the universe in the terms of geekdom, mm-hmm. it takes it down a peg. Okay. To, to treat it that way. Anakin, Anakin saying, I saw your laser sword. He's in awe of it. He's a child. Luke saying that it's a laser sword is derogatory and it's tearing it down. And yes, I did say that. I'm trying to add a little more context to, to my feelings on it. Okay. Not so much that it's said or used, the way in which Ryan Johnson used it as a plot point and device to tear down this iconic uh, weapon, image, symbol of the Jedi Order. All right. Um, May I of course. respond? Can I jump in on this? Sure. How you doing down there in that grave you just dug for yourself? Uh, I'm going to make two responses to you. Sure. First. I think the issue, less so the, the 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 content, was the disclaimer beforehand that was so adamantly. Absolutely. See, because only a Sith deals in absolutes, and and sure. we saw what happens. This is the downfall of the Sith. Um, I think when you, when you make such a bold statement as that, sure. you're painting a bullseye on your back. And I think nobody from Jakku got out his sniper laser rifle and just. Game. Sure. Second. And I, I deflect that I with, my, think with my green-bladed lightsaber. With your Sith powers of you're catching them in your palm of your hand like Darth Vader. Um, I think it was a choice. Now that now that you're describing this and how nobody Jakku has brought up that Anakin called it and how you're saying, oh, it's childlike wonder and everything like that. Now, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to give Ryan a little bit of credit here. Really? Yes, because I think he's having Luke use that term. To kind of, to kind of scold Ray, you're a child. You don't really know what you're getting into. You don't know what this is. You think I'm just going to save it with my laser sword? Like he's talking, yeah, he's talking down absolutely. to her. So um, I don't think it's Luke referencing. Like I, I understand no, where you're not referencing from. Phantom Menace, and, and I get how you're saying it takes some of the coolness away from it. I get it. Now what I'm saying, thanks to the conversation started from nobody and your retort, I'm kind of I'm kind of seeing the the gears in Ryan's head turning a little bit, trying to see what he was doing. Am I saying he was successful and it was a good decision? No, but there are other decisions that he made in The Last Jedi 
that I also think were questionable at best. And I can't believe we're still talking about Last Jedi. Because <laughs> that was a long episode. That was a long episode. So uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, writing. Thanks for writing in. Thank you, nobody from Jakku, nobody for writing in. But everything you just said is wrong. And longtime listeners, that goes to show you that we do take into consideration your feedback yes. on the show. And uh, Shades will then tell you on tell the air that you are wrong. wrong. And uh, there, there's a there's a treasure trove of things that I have uh, misquoted. And uh, oh, yeah. on on the pod, feel free to continue to write in. I want to correct. Um, actor david bradley not william bradley okay and uh, i just overlooked that in my notes back, back in uh, doctor who episode twice upon a time i uh, incorrectly named david bradley william bradley who portrays the first doctor well as long as we're correcting things i'll correct something as well that i said no, yeah, yeah well no do we have enough time this is a mini i don't think i have that kind of time sure no something that i said when i recommended uh playing star wars rebellion i said yes. that both times i played it took over seven hours and i have been corrected <laughs> by is, my board gaming friend that only is, the first time did it take seven hours and the second game we played clocked in at a brief casual 3.5 <laughs> hours <laughs> So uh, that is very specific. I still recommend wow. to you guys Star Wars Rebellion and know that the first game you play might be seven hours, but then all you really need once is you to, get the, uh, the mechanics worked out. Yeah, then all you really have to do is uh, set aside four hours in your life to to continue wow. playing the game. So, in the spirit of corrections, <laughs> uh, there we go. So, guys, uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks on this, for joining us on this yeah. mini episode, a mini episode where we uh, disagreed pretty strongly you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take this horse from the carousel and i'm gonna I take am, that, i am taking this horse and i'm gonna take i'd like to take that mirror because it's really artistic and red and splintered yeah I'm, I'm worried for my for my delicate little fingers yeah so why don't you just take one single horse and we'll ride it together great into the geeking In, out into sunset. The sunset thanks for listening thanks for listening